Hi, this is Greg Fish, and I'm so glad you're joining me for this limited series podcast where I read to you chapters from my new book, Because I'm Richard's Son. It's a collection of short stories that really express my heart as I learned on my journey that sometimes good is better than great. If you'd like to know more about the book, you can check it out at CorbinFosterMedia.com. That's CorbinFosterMedia.com. This is a Corbin Cast podcast, and today's episode is The Name I Hated. I hated my last name. How could there be a crueler last name than Fish to attach to anyone? It has been the source of endless jokes over the years, and yes, I have heard them all. Every single solitary fishy joke. You should see the looks my family gets when it's time to be seated at our favorite seafood restaurant and the voice on the intercom beckons, fish, party of four, fish, your table is ready. (laughs) When people quizzically ask me to spell my last name, believing there to be more to it than just F-I-S-H, I assure them that it's spelled the same as the creature that swims. I throw in hand motions as a bonus, flattening my fingers and twitching them like a fish darting through the water. I once had a fish tank, but it became too much maintenance for my preferences. I still collect unusual fish items. I have a fish-shaped candy dish and a walking cane with a fish-like handle. If it's unique, I might buy it. The walls of my home are decorated with clever wooden fish and paintings of finned creatures. That's a pretty high level of embracing a name for someone who once disdained the very sound of it. I I wish I had the sense of humor about it as a child that I now have. If only I could have laughed at myself when kids would mock me rather than letting it hurt me to the core of my being and giving the jokesters the thrill of seeing me embarrassed. But then that's simply not the nature of a child. In my growing up years, there was a business in Indianapolis named L. Fish Furniture. They regularly advertised in the local television stations. The commercials often featured people in scuba gear dancing around a sofa and singing Fish for Furniture. Oh, how I hated that commercial. One day, as I boarded the bus that would take me to Mount Healthy Elementary School, the kids at the rear of the bus began singing. I say singing, but in reality, it was a mix of taunting and singing. Fish fa funny cha. Fish fa funny cha. Now, one of the options would have been to make fun of how they couldn't correctly pronounce furniture, but that would have gotten me beaten up. I know now that the perfect response would have been to cheerfully sing along with them and invite the other kids to do the same. I should have made it my anthem. But instead, I hung my head low and I tried to choke back tears. I quickly sat down near the front, sure that I was the most loathsome creature ever placed on earth. And the kids at the back of the bus just loved that. 
One night, as Dad and I were in his truck, I broke the silence by telling him that I hated my name. Why did I have to be named Fish? It's the worst name ever. I hate that stupid name, I whined. Dad spoke majestically into the moment. His admonition was so powerful and sacred that I believe it was directed word for word by God's Holy Spirit. Why, son, Dad said in an instructive yet assuring tone, that's your grandpa's name. You're not ashamed of your grandpa, are you? No. No, I was not. I could never be ashamed of Grandpa Fish. He was a giant among men in my mind, a hero that I lionized. To my young mind, there was no way that he could ever have a single fault or flaw. No way! I love Grandpa Fish, I replied in full defensive mode. Well, son, that name is your grandpa's name. Dad confidently explained. And if your grandpa can carry that name, you can wear it with pride, too. I had never considered that. But at once, I knew that Dad was correct. He had spoken wisdom of biblical proportion. It would be swell if I could tell you that it immediately resolved any embarrassment I felt about being named Fish. It did not. But it was the start of me embracing my name. Dad's words impacted me so profoundly that I can still clearly hear his voice all these decades later. With time, I realized that some of us are born with an automatic nickname. When your last name is Fish, no other nick is needed. However, that still doesn't stop some from adding bonus phrases. Fish face, fish lips, fishy wishy. They've long since lost their cleverness, but I smile nonetheless and I encourage them on. I often join in their mocking tones with my own fish-isms. And then I make fun of their name. Is that wrong? Children can often intuitively sense, then exploit, someone's weakest spots. We would never do that as adults, would we? Surely not. I've come to understand that God can make even our weak spots strong. He has this way of holding us together so that weak and strong mesh into this glorious average. They come together in a sort of goodness. His strong right arm holds us up when we fall. Out of the ashes of failure and loss rises new hope and wonder, all to the voice of a father who knows us well. Father, show me the way. Lead me and I will follow. Remember your unfailing love. Forget my failure. My hope is in you. Once we firmly establish our identity in the hope of our Father God, we can find our way through the catcalls and the harsh tones of earthly voices. It's all because we know who we are and where we belong. Our hope is in the name that represents love 
forgiveness and mercy. I can wear my name with pride because it came from a grandpa and a father who stands tall in my mind. I also proudly wear the name of a father in heaven who puts meaning and purpose into my broken days. I'm so glad that I learned that lesson as a child. When greatness eludes me, hope finds me. I wear my name well because I'm Richard's son.